I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Coming up on TMS, Stowaway J Frog. Ant-Man is in Quantumania. Check the nuts and the anus. No one falls like Gaston. Red on air crabs. I don't like to pee during Ant-Man. <laughs> Utah Man goes on a rampage after reading pun-filled frog articles. The Dunaway Redemption. Buy the donut for the sprinkles. The fall didn't kill him. The vat of acid did. Checking Disney replay. He who Mick remains. Peter Pan 2, Crocodile Boogaloo. Old Dryfoot Johnson. Trader Joe's Seaweed Cleanse. Crop dusting the sports department. Jonathan Major's spoilers with Stephen and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Tacos. Traditional Mexican food at its tastiest. Simmered ground beef, crisp lettuce, juicy tomatoes, chopped onions, and grated cheese. Surrounded by a fresh, crispy taco shell. They are delicious. We ain't had nothing but maggoty bread for three stinking days. The Morning Stream. Oh, yeah, that's quite a story. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's uh, Monday, February 20th, and this is the morning stream. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi. Hello. Hello, Brian. You smell like dog. We'll talk about that in a minute. But you smell Let's like dog. Let's eat those hobbitses. Yeah, they want to eat those. Yeah. Looks like uh, you're watching uh, Lord of the Rings as well. Yeah, I've had it on in the background. I've seen it uh, like a thousand times, so course. it's not like I yeah. need to like make a big deal out of it, but just kind of let it go, you know, let it run. Yeah. Every once in a while, a little line will pop out, and I go, oh, well, let's capture that. Put it on the show. <laughs> nice. uh, actually, let's get right to it. You went to a dog show, and uh, I did. Very curious about this. How'd that go? Yeah, this was a mystery date. Tina surprised me with a trip to the Colorado Kennel Club dog show at the um, what do they call those places? It's a it's an amphitheater that they use specifically every year for the rodeo for when the the rodeo comes to Colorado. The stock show. Is it an outdoor um, thing or indoor? Indoor indoor mm-hmm. thing. Um, when it's stock show time. Actually, no, it's, well, no, in a stock show time, it's a mix of indoor and outdoor because they've got all the, 
the food trucks and some of the uh, cattle out there. But um, yeah, it's a it's a big you know if you're if you're a Colorado person, you know these two buildings that sit on either side of I seventy like a Cillin Charybdis and uh, hold the stock show every uh, every January. Because um, if you want to get between the buildings, you have to walk under the interstate. The understate. Sure. The understate, <laughs> sure. It's an understated interstate, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, um, so she surprised me with a trip to the dog show. And uh, first thing, we get in there and we go to the first uh, little arena. And it's the agility course, which is so, so much fun to watch, right? Because you've got these dogs who like, all right, through this tunnel and then over this uh, jump and then around this ramp and then you know on this table where they have to stay for five seconds and not move and then through this other tunnel and up a teeter totter and down the other side and stuff like that. It's um, is that the one where the owner has to run with him the whole time? Yes, okay. yes. Right. And that just that is kind of one of the funnier parts is because the, the sometimes those runners those dog owners are not in shape and they can't Ew. keep up with the dog and so the dog gets to the end of. Like there's this one of the first things they do is this ramp up and then a long horizontal beam and then a ramp down. And that's kind of the longest stretch that the trainer has to run along with them. And if the dog gets done like all the way through the whole thing and then just kind of looks back at the owner and says, come on, come on, you can do this. Mm. <laughs> it's valuable seconds of time that are uh, that are lost by that. Do you have any money on so, uh, any of the winners or anything like that? Does that work that way no, at the dog no, show? No? no, unfortunately, you don't. But you get a lot of dogs and stuff who get in there and uh, uh, it looks like it's their first time seeing the agility course. Oh, shit. <laughs> the owners are sitting there like, nope, nope, come on. You threw the hoop, through the hoop. Come on, you got to go through this hoop. All right, come over here. Nope, you got to go up that ramp. No, stay up, the, go up the ramp. Poor and it's things. just like a constant, constant thing. Um, and then there are other ones that just fly through that. And you wonder, they, they, we saw a bunch of different sized dogs, like every grouping they had to adjust, raise the hoop a little bit and raise the... Um, the bars for the jump and raise the uh, the table legs but they never ever adjusted the those big tunnels those big look like uh slinky springs with uh, canvas spread across them those tunnels they have to run through oh right and uh, you think man that that sure seems like it gives a nice advantage to the small dogs and a big disadvantage to the big dogs who are like probably grazing the top of their head over every rung in the uh uh, in the spring. Is there one that just blew your mind? Like, oh, that's the most beautiful dog I've ever seen in my freaking life kind of thing. No. No, really. although, I mean, there were some gorgeous. Well, I, took, I took a picture of some uh, Dalmatians. We sat and watched the judging for a little while. So first the agility course, then we moved on, watched some of the judging. And the judging is very much like you see with the Westminster Kennel Club and the AKC. And, um, and of course, the movie Best in Show was playing in our heads the entire time. Uh, that we're watching this yeah and nice. um you know they do all that stuff they lift the tail and check the nuts and the anus and that sort of thing and the uh um the uh having them run across and the again it's another situation where the owner has to run at the same speed as the dog and so a lot of them do this weird kind of duck walk run kind of thing as they're, as they're taking the dog because it's like you, you don't want to break into an all out run with a little dog but you also don't want the little dog to run ahead of you so you have to do this kind of duck walk short short little run thing where you're kind of squatting and running at the same time wow that's crazy I would, yeah. I would like to see a dog show I think it'd be fun 
Yeah, okay, it's time. really cool. Yeah. The uh, the best part was easily the lung jump where you've got the big lung pool of water and they they run and take a jump at the very end. And so I did get to I think the best the best and only use of your slow mo camera on your phone is uh, is taking video of your dog of dogs doing stuff like catching treats in midair and uh, doing that long jump that sort of thing it's it's uh, so good it's pretty great to watch let me see if i can pull this up for the chat they can see there it is there's is slow motion yeah. are you pulling in one of mine from yeah the one you sent yeah. me so they always land in the water it's just an issue of how far in they get exactly yeah and they've got little markers on the side to to measure how how far they uh, jump and that okay. sort of thing yeah that's pretty awesome I would have had a good time at that. You know, it's great because Denver, you know, they had their little dog show and it feels like that's not too hard on traffic. We had the NBA Pro freaking Mm. bullshit. Oh, fun. The entire city was a nightmare all day yesterday. Well, part of Saturday, too, because they were doing like the slam dunk contest and all that. But the big game was yesterday. And, you know, it's like the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. No one's going to hurt themselves. They're all being real careful. Right. And uh, it's more about like little contest, shot contests, three-pointers, things like that. Yeah. And they have a full game, but they're, nobody's doing anything hardcore. They're just sort of, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. easy layups. Nobody's trying to foul anybody. That's all fine and everything, but it just, so many people in town, so much new traffic. It was just bonanza wacko everywhere yeah when stock show is in town not so much with the uh the the dog show yeah did i theorize that um about five percent of the people there at the dog show were people like us who didn't bring a dog but the other 95 percent were just people who brought a dog who who were you know having it judged or having it compete and were sitting there watching other dogs at the same time so we're definitely a little minority but when the stock shows in town same thing here the the traffic around that part of town is something you just don't want to get involved with no. and all of the Tex-Mex restaurants in a 15 to 20 mile radius yeah uh like when Casa Bonita was open and will be open again soon um that was a place that if you came to the stock show if you went if you were planning on going to Casa Bonita anytime during the stock show um pack another lunch to eat while you wait in line at Casa Bonita to get in no yeah, but yeah, that's kind of how it was for us. We ended up going to this place called... Um, so Saturday night, I went out with some friends. We decided to go early mm-hmm. because, again, trying to beat some of this traffic. It didn't matter. It was still crazy. And it wasn't even downtown. We were like in Taylorsville. We were still pretty sure. far. But we went to this place called Mr. and Mrs. Crabs. I don't know if they're getting sued by <laughs> Nickelodeon or not. Maybe they should be. I don't know. But Mr. and Mrs. Crabs, and it just opened in November. We've been wanting to go there. Mm-hmm. And it's basically uh, Southern style, like... Your table's covered in a big uh, thing oh, of paper, boil. and they dump yeah, crab like, boil. Yeah, big crab boil. So you you go in there, and they usually you know they have a couple of recommended like ways you can go, but you can also kind of build out your own things. So you want this many mm-hmm. pounds of king crab, or this much snow crab, or you want you know this much shrimp, and here's the corn on the cob. Do you want the garlic kind of buttery thing, or do you want to go more Cajun? Like you have all these options, and it was really, really freaking good. Yeah. Uh, so I know people are sitting there going to see like fresh seafood in Salt Lake City. Give me a break. You guys are landlocked. I know, but mm-hmm. these guys ship it in fresh. It's a little expensive, mm-hmm. but uh, if you split it, you go with a, you go with four of you. You got two couples: mm-hmm. me, Kim, Darren, and Ruth Ann. We all went together, and you split that right down the middle. Not bad. It's 119 bucks. 
Uh, you all. split that. Everybody, not, not everybody was full. Nobody left there hungry. No, nobody left unsatisfied. No. And you balance it out with the potatoes and the sausage and stuff like that. To, yeah, yeah, that's all know. in there. That's they include all that yeah. stuff. So it's like you yeah. get a little sausage. You get a little. Uh, uh, they had hush puppies. They had uh, so a corn, little corn on the cob uh, lips. Yeah, and those were good. <laughs> like a corn on the cob cut into quarters and sold individually. Yeah, those were fantastic. <laughs> or, or included free individually. They were maybe eh, four inches, I guess. They were like yeah. cut in half, I guess. That's probably about the size they were. Okay. Yeah. But none of them had the ends on them, which is good. I don't want the ends. I want the yeah. middle beefy freaking corn cob is right. what I want. Maybe the best part of the cob. Sure. Yeah. It was fantastic, though. So uh, big marks, high marks for uh, Mr. and Mrs. Krabs. All right? Nice. Go check it nice. out. Uh, so we'll talk more with um, Stephen about this, but we went to Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. Uh, yeah. Saturday morning with the Denver Tadpool group. By the way, it wasn't until the end credits. Not a spoiler. Don't worry. Don't anybody cover their ears. Uh, it wasn't until the end credits that I realized that Quantumania, if you if you hide some of the letters, you get Ant-Man. Oh, really? Yeah. Like oh, if weird. you hide the Q-U at the beginning, A-N-T, then hide the next U, then you get M-A-N. And it's like, just like, right? Just like oh, that's, that's oh. awesome. I love crap like that. That's great. Yeah. Very cool. Yep. Uh, so, um, anyway, yeah. the uh, so we're we're uh, saw the movie. We all loved it. All enjoyed it. Again, we'll talk more about that with Stephen. But afterwards, like about twenty minutes in, I'm like, I have to pee. But there's no way I'm leaving a Marvel movie to pee. And it wasn't like a like a cross my legs kind of like, oh my god, I've got to get going now. It's like a oh, I can kind of feel it coming on, but I can I can kind of get by and and make it. So sat there the whole extra two and a half hours and, and made it all the way through nice and uh <laughs> that's a long time by the way if you got especially if you had anything to drink right before you got it is exactly yeah. yes so uh so yes i had to hold it that whole time so get it get out and i'm like we're, we're kind of hanging out with all the other Denver tadpoolers i'm like guys i'll be right back i've got to go to the bathroom so i go and i bypass one of the bathrooms to the second bathroom which i know is going to be less full and i'm standing there at the urinal uh, doing what I, what people do, what men do at mm-hmm. the uh, urinal. Sure. And all of a sudden, my <laughs> ass gets slapped. Oh. Like, while I'm peeing. All right, like, <laughs> like uh, Tina in there? And not just once. Wow. Not just once, but like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> the heck, man? Who yeah. was it? And, uh, and then I hear, Jordan, no, don't do it. Jordan. And that's uh, Burgess Diesel in our chat room. That was his son. His uh, five, five-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old son <laughs> uh, whacking me on the butt while I was peeing. That's great. Uh, That's great. Six, oh, my gosh. He's, okay, he's uh, older than I thought. Six-year-old coming up and whacking, uh, whacking my butt while I'm trying to pee. And we're both laughing really hard. And and so it's really hard to like say Jordan stop doing it when <laughs> when you're kind of laughing. Yeah. So of course he's getting rewarded for that. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, but, uh, dude, six year olds—they yeah. don't care. They're all—they're ready to rock. Oh, they don't—they don't care. No. Jordan is such a crack up though. His his mop top of curly hair, and he's he uh, just always excited. I'm sure he enjoyed the film as well. Uh, nice, nice. So. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad uh, uh, you didn't turn around and pee on everybody. That's the important thing. I did not. No, and that's the thing. It's like uh, if I ever feel somebody reaching in and pulling out my wallet, which I don't keep in my back pocket, mm. not just for that reason, but sure. um, then I know that's the that's the best thing you can do is spin around and pee on the person who's trying to take your wallet. Ah, uh, yeah. Your, it's your uh, built-in built-in defense. It's the best human. Uh, 
Yeah. Also, I've got a little tip for you. If you are in a, uh, if you're lucky enough to be in a town that's got a Trader Joe's, uh, here's a little tip. If you like scrambled eggs, and if you don't think cilantro tastes like soap or tinfoil, get a little tub of the Trader Joe's chimichurri sauce, and mix that into your scrambled eggs before you cook them. Like, like scramble your eggs, add that stuff to it, whip it in together, then pour that in the skillet. Holy crap! Best scrambled eggs you'll ever have. That sounds amazing. We just got a new Trader Joe's, like, I don't know, uh, 10 minutes away. So cool. We've had them already, but they were always downtown. They were a pain in the ass to go down there. So uh, I will do this. This sounds fantastic. It's a little tub in the refrigerated section by the other dips and hummus and guacamole and stuff like that. You'll find it there. And it's so good. My wife always surprises me. She says the best lotion, like moisturizing face lotion she's ever had Mm -hmm. in her life, she gets at Trader Mm -hmm. Joe's. At Trader Joe's, really? She loves it. It's like half the cost or less than any of the stuff that's supposed to be better. Yeah, and it just works great. I don't know the name of it. It's in a white bottle. Other people may know what it is, but it's it's awesome. I've used it on my foot mm-hmm. before when I had like a really weird dry foot thing. Great, mm-hmm. freaking amazing. It's good stuff. Yeah. Trader Joe's, well, they know their lotion. I to try it. I've I've done their little foods and snacks and stuff like that, but I've never never even thought about trying their lotion. Yeah, huh. all their stuff's good. I love Trader Joe's. I wish every store was a oh, Trader yeah. Joe's. Honestly, here's another another great snack right here. These guys, uh, if I can pull one out. These guys are 30 calories for the entire container. Organic roasted teriyaki seaweed. It's like oh, the yeah, we get those. I love those. Yeah. They're so good. Mm. They've got the sea salt. They've got the uh, teriyaki. And, um, you know, you just basically mow down on one of these and 30 freaking calories. That's it. Yep. Just don't eat three bags because not beca- <laughs> not because of the calories, but, man, that, that'll give you the... Pretty bad. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's very fibrous. They're Let's even in little way. little portions for you, Scott, and you still down three. Oh yeah, bags. I bought. We had them in a whole. You know, you can buy them in bulk, like a whole row of them or whatever. And we got mm-hmm. a whole thing of them, and I loved them so much. The sea salt ones. I ate three bags, <laughs> and three bags later, whoo boy! Oh, I'm sure <laughs> it was not good. All right, but uh, I can tell you what is good. Dunaway's good. He's good. Yeah. Um, we're gonna. Oh shit. Hold on one second. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. I called him directly instead of adding him to the call. Hold on. Here we go. And you get to see me shaking my head in the uh, in the zooms like, oh. Yeah, I can always I can always tell him Brian can't hear me anymore. Uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> Found it. All right, we're gonna bring Dunaway in. We're gonna have some fun. Sit back, relax, enjoy. Brian Dunaway joins the fray as well. We got two fray joiners today. February uh, 20th is a great day because that means Brian Dunaway is here. Why? Because it's a Tuesday. Okay. Two, or sorry, Monday. It's a Monday. <laughs> you know what I was thinking of? I was thinking of our show tomorrow. I'm an idiot. I was thinking yeah, yeah, of uh, yeah. I was thinking I about Play it. Retro. Uh, anyway, no, it's Monday. And uh, it comes on Mondays and Wednesdays. And we play a little game today. It's Half Asses. And Brian Ibbett here. We'll explain the rules to Brian Dunaway. Well, first of all, hi, I Brian will... Dunaway. Sorry, we didn't uh, give oh, you much oh, of a hello. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi, how are you? What's, are what's, you your, favorite, what's your favorite Trader Joe's snack? Do you yeah. have Trader Joe's, or is it just a West Coast Oh, yeah, thing? we do have a Trader No, do, no, okay. we have a Trader Joe's, and I, I love Trader Joe's. Uh, it's about an hour away, though, but whenever I go uh, uh, to that town, I do always get some from Trader Joe's. I'm trying to think what my favorite thing is. Yeah, they, they got a lot. They used to have some pretty good hummus that I used to like, but I can't remember anything specific. But I always get something when I go. Yeah, you cool. should. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's right next to like uh, 
uh, one of those sporting good places. So we like always go there. Or, dicks or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We go there first, and then we go get Trader Joe's because we're definitely going <laughs> to fart. There's always something. Hey, you're going to fart. Get. Just don't eat all. Yeah, you just don't, have, yeah. you don't want to fart in the, the sporting good There's stores? Like, you time some, it so that for you. For some reason. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, I always get some kind of bean product. <laughs> really? Like, uh, I used to get, what's the bean? Remember bean dip? Bean dip's a thing still. Yeah, bean dip is still a thing. Basically, yep. like, a kind of refried, smoothed out bean dip for chips and stuff. And I do, I get that a lot when I'm in the mood. I like those. Mm-hmm. So that may mm. be your problem, dude. No oh. more bean dip. Don't do it. Adhesive Wombat just mentioned the uh, peanut butter cups. The peanut butter cups and the, um, the, uh, cashew butter cups. They look like little Reese's, but they're Reese's. Mm. Sorry, forgot who was on the. Oh yeah, no, yeah, this. we can't have that. Uh, but they're cashew butter instead of peanut butter, and they're also freaking good. Yeah, they're really good. They also have good jerky. They have good everything. It's all really good. good. Everything. Reese pieces. Reese pieces. <laughs> all right, now Brian should explain <laughs> the rules. Now I'll explain. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the morning. Half ass is a trivia game. We're actually going to be giving Scott and Brian the answers. I'm going to give them a category and six possible answers. Three of those answers are correct. Three of them are just wrong. Just you know, I can't no. put my finger on exactly what it is about, but they're just they're just wrong. Uh, depending on how confident you feel with each category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if you get any of those guesses wrong, you get zero points for that round. Guess one and get it right, you get a point. Guess two and get them right, gets you three points. And guess all three correctly, you get five freaking points. Player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. I've pulled some contestants from members of the tadpole that aren't able to listen live. So, Scott, you're playing for Shane from Hawaii. Actually, originally from Florida, but he's in the Marine Corps. Oh, nice. Okay. I like, I'll, dude, Shane, I'm your man. Let's do it. That's right. And, uh, Brian, you're going to be playing for John in Margaretville, New York. Not Margaritaville, oh. but Margaretville. No. Still. It's no, too bad. Yay, John. Who? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to it. And I'll tell you the prizes after we uh, play. Let's start with question number one. This one might, uh, you know, this one you might have a little bit of an advantage, uh, uh, Brian. We'll see. Mm. States oh, okay. smaller in area than Maine. So which of these six states... <laughs> As uh, contains less area than Maine, the state of Maine. Um, the reason Why I say I might have an advantage, yeah. South Carolina is one of the states. Is it smaller okay. or larger than Maine? Mm. Uh, Ohio, New Jersey, Louisiana, Hawaii, and Kentucky. Those are your states. South Carolina, Ohio, New Jersey, Louisiana, Hawaii, and Kentucky. So s- square miles are smaller. Or- are we talking yeah. square miles? Is that the measurement? Are we talking, I guess it doesn't matter, just whatever it space really it takes matter. Up. We could compare square feet, if you like, if that's easier. We could compare... Uh... <laughs> Let's do centimeters to make our Europeans happy. Sure, square centimeters, All no right. problem. All right, <laughs> as, long as, we, as long as we use the same measurement in both. Um, right, right. So three of these, um, eh? Let me think. This is tricky. My dad lived in Maine, and we went up there uh, every summer for about three years. To see him and daggummit, it's one of those states. Oh, I don't know. Let me think here. Uh, I'm gonna, I think I know two of them. Do I know that one though? I'm doing two. You doing two? I'm doing two as well. Then look at you guys are both locked in. There is one obvious one in here Hawaii. Come on, yeah, Hawaii is definitely. Uh, way less, way less uh, area than Maine. It um, is so much smaller than Alaska. When you look at the maps, because they're always off by themselves, and it's yep. like, 
there's Alaska. Here's Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Little Hawaii. Oh, you get to zoom in because there's little Hawaii. Plus, remember in school, uh, they were always talking about how you kind of orange peel the map. It's like not, it, you take a round thing and flatten it. it it's it's yeah. misleading to the eye. So if you yeah. actually had them next you, to each other. you get sprung. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got to pull up tongue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's where I was headed. Uh, <laughs> South Carolina, by the way, Brian, is smaller than Maine. Your, your own home, oh. home uh, state. You didn't uh, realize. I couldn't tell if you were messing with me because you was like, I may have an advantage. I'm well, like, I mean, oh, just, just saying you that know, I should know. If you just know how right. big your home state is, that's yeah, an advantage. Um, the other one that's uh, so Hawaii, South me. Carolina, and New Jersey. <laughs> Good job, yes. Brian. New Jersey is the other one in there that uh, is smaller. Ohio, Kentucky, and Louisiana larger than uh, Maine. Everyone always talks Louisiana. about how Ohio is all crammed together in a tight space, and so mm-hmm. I always think that's smaller than it is. But it's, it's a very pretty big, isn't it? shaped state yeah yeah it's very, it's, yeah very and everything's really close we went to columbus it was like the airport i could see my hotel from the airport which was in the center of town like you literally just go <laughs> rip, and you're in the airport i loved that it was amazing i want that here <laughs> i love how that that has shaped your entire impression of how <laughs> large that state is yeah, right, well, i yeah. can see the airport from see- here could you see Cincinnati or uh, Cleveland? No, no, but I was okay. told like I was told if I got in a car and drove forty five minutes that direction, I'd run into Cleveland. It was like crazy. Yeah, you probably, yeah, you definitely would. Yeah, it's like nothing. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's get to question number two. Number two, uh, let's let's check your uh, Shakespearean uh, history here. Uh, um. Assassins of Julius Caesar. Yes, the new Assassins Creed game, Assassins of Julius Caesar. Which of these three people killed? Julio. Was it uh, Pompey, Antony, Crassus, Brutus, Trebonius, <laughs> or Casca? Casca. <laughs> so wait a minute, there are three I love li- correct? I love that it's yes. Antony. Oh yeah, it was a lot of the senators turned on Julius Caesar at the end. Yeah, well, I know yeah. one. I like that it's Antony too, because I'm I'm Anthony, but this one's Antony. Right. Antony. 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 Um, hmm. I only know one for sure here. Shit. Yeah, a whole I know. Of, I think I. Years. I think I know one. But then you're gonna like, no, it's not related to that thing. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Well, let's see how you did. Again, the obvious one, the the et tu brute. Yeah, <laughs> Brutus, of course, right. was the. Um, I think was the kind that of leader easy. of that group of senators that uh, turned on on Julius Caesar there at the end. Yeah. Uh, the other two were Trebonius. <laughs> And Casca, <laughs> meaning uh, Brian got that one. Damn right. it! Uh, Crassus, Antony, and Pompey. None of those were. Um, you are uh, wrecking me today, dude. Wrecking me. Oh, Look it was that. it was worrying me because I was I was trying to re- rack my brain. Was it Casca or Crassus? And I was like, oh, I guess oh, you just don't like don't the know. people serving in the armed forces. That's the, you just want them to lose. I get it. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What, what about what about John from? Uh, Oh yeah, no, yeah. John out there From with his his yeah. nuclear subs and his yeah. uh, he might you know. do important things in New York. Like he might do, he might uh, he might be huge. A, I don't know. He, he might work in an animal shelter and help animals. I sure. mean, you want to deny him the games? No, he's going to get him. It looks like he's going to get him no matter what. But technically, he's getting him no matter yeah. what. There's uh, no yeah. way for. Uh, his score is six to zero. But uh, make a you know make a make a go of this one, All Scott. Right. You got nothing to lose. All right. You've already lost, so you've really got nothing to lose. Yeah. All right. You have nothing and to let's win. Go to, uh, 
<laughs> let's let's test your uh, your cartoon villain knowledge here. All right, this oh. one you guys can. This will be a lot of fun for you. Disney villains who fall to their death. Which of these oh, Disney villains yes. died by falling to their death? Was it Captain Hook, Ursula, <laughs> Judge Frollo, <laughs> Maleficent, Scar, and Gaston? Damn it! You didn't include the one Jeff, of those. The Tarzan one of those guy. makes me. One Sorry, of those makes me laugh, though. Yeah. and we'll talk about why. Okay. Afterwards. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, one of them makes me laugh too, but I don't know if that's uh, the same. I mean, there's yeah, some like, some of these of fall, but they their death isn't from the fall; it's from something they fell into. Does that count? Uh, I would think no. I would take that. No, yeah. If the fall yeah. kills them, it can't be another thing like falling into a vat of acid. Well, it wasn't wasn't the fall that killed them. <laughs> Okay. okay, so the fall had to kill them. That's the point here. The fall had to kill them. Yes, exactly. All right. Um, oh, shit. I think he fell. Oh, yeah. I, that's right. Oh, it! I did get that other one. Eh. Uh, I'm going to lock in with three, and I'm going to hope I'm right. I don't know. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I forgot. I forgot Judge Fro- Frollo. I forgot who that was. Yeah. yeah okay. Yep. Uh, Hunchback yeah. in Notre Dame, and indeed yeah, he does yeah. fall to his death. Yeah. 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 So Scott got that one. Scott also got Gaston. You both got Gaston. No one falls oh, yeah. like Gaston. Yeah. No one falls Gaston. like that guy. Oh, he sucks. That guy. What a butthole. Uh, the other one, as Brian Maleficent. got, was Maleficent. Yes. Oh, well done. What did Scar, Scar do? Captain Scar gets killed by hyenas. Eaten. Yeah, you got eaten. Oh, Ursula shit, that's right. Will fall that's under right. Her ocean. No, Cheech Marin and <laughs> Whoopi. Know, Ursula, that is a great one. Oh, I'm falling. Oh, I can swim. I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> so hold on. Cheech Marin, Cheech Marin and, and uh, freaking what's her name? Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg and, got hungry at the end. Yeah. Okay. Gosh dang yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, my one chance to put points on the board. Dude, you aced it today. What the frick? Yeah, I did good. I failed last according, week. I according was to I the was card, Maleficent, Maleficent died from Maleficent. a fall. Okay. But uh, yeah, people yeah. are saying, well, she was stabbed too, and she's actually alive now, and she got stabbed, right. but she could have survived Technically. that. Technically. Merely a but flesh Captain wound. Luke didn't die either, she... really, right? <laughs> well, he got eaten by, a, by the, the alligator, didn't yeah, he? The he did. Croc. But didn't yeah. he come back? Oh, did he? I don't know. Did For he come out? Peter Pan 2, this time it's personal or something? <laughs> that's right. That's right. I mean, that's, but see, I think, I think the rule here should be at the end of their movie in question, did yes, they fall right. to their death? If somebody wants to retcon them later, that's their problem. Yeah. But yeah you're right. saying yeah. at the end of these movies, who died? And, and I think that's fair. I think these, these are yep. correct. She was stabbed. Uh, yeah. I'm not arguing that she was stabbed, but uh, I think the fall is what, what eventually did her in. Yeah. She probably had that's, another. That's what we're like. We're, when she got stabbed, we were like, "Oh no, she got stabbed." And then when she fell, like, "Oh, she's dead." Yeah, yeah yep. she's dead. The only other one is, uh, although he fell, from, he got actually it was a hanging, but the dude in Tarzan fell, and then a vine hung him. Mm. So that wouldn't. So that would have been a good one for this. That would have probably. That would have been another. Yeah, yeah another. Yeah, um, yeah. Can't think of his name though. He was a dick. That guy. Huge. Man, dick. Disney sometimes, man. Whew. I know. Right. Yeah. You know what? Let me tell you something. Still to this <laughs> oh, day. Oh, here we go. Dice Tomato actually has the video here. I, would, I do want to see this because it won't change the points at all because uh, uh, Brian's the only one who picked that one. But um, let's, let's see here. All right. So there's Maleficent. She's turning into a dragon. She's yeah. flying towards the castle. Yeah. She's, uh, she lands, green fire, looking all green cool. Green fire. 
Nice. Think of Batman pooping snakes, different yeah. movie, but uh, still that same animation that reminds me of Batman <laughs> pooping snakes. Yeah, she's getting all freaked out. Uh, I always mix her up with the with the sleeping or the the, the apple oh, the one, evil um, queen, and uh, yeah, 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 same yeah. lady to me. I never, I never separate them. Ooh, all right, he's running at her. He's got the sword. Looks like dragon's he's running layer. at her. All right, uh, he's oh, she's running. standing at the end of a cliff. Oh, oh little, little bad breath action there. Yeah. Some goo. Acid breath. Some fire goo, green fire goo. The horse is the uh, chick in the bucket. Just disappeared and went nowhere. Nowhere the yep. horse went. He's, no, he's like, I'm oh, out there he here. <laughs> he's hiding in the woods. Okay. I think you need to uh, skip ahead a few frames. There we go. Okay, they're right, fighting. fighting. the edge of the cliff. Oh, my God. Uh, Clayton's going to fall. What's going to happen? Oh, there's some burning. Oh, he dropped his shield. Bye-bye, shield. And... Uh, Oh, now his sword's magical. Hold on. <laughs> he throws the sword, stabs Maleficent. Yep, she's now stabbed uh, and bleeding. She's she, falling. She's, uh, yep, she Chomp takes a bite at him. She's like, oh, I'm not dead yet. I'm still alive, but if I fall yeah. far enough, I will have death. <laughs> you know what? If, uh, if that would have been a deciding point, I would have given both... Uh, both players the prize because that clearly was a stabbing death that just happens to be right before a, a fall. She, she was gonna I think she was not dead until she hit the ground and it may have ultimately been the sword but mm -hmm. I think you could have gone either way. I think that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Alright, well, uh, she had good job everybody. Deaths. Not that it matters because Dunaway destroyed me today. Destroyed Like me. I said, I was, I was due one. I lost a couple of in a row. Whew. Pretty badly. Yeah, I got yeah. rocked, man. Good, good redemption. Um, all right, so uh, so John from Margaretville, you're getting a copy of RoboQuest and Pumpkin Jack, courtesy of Ooh, oh, and Tim those Moore. are both really good games. Yeah. In particular, yeah. RoboQuest okay. is Ooh. like this first-person shooter roguelike thing that had me hooked for months. It's fantastic. So nice. good. Oh my gosh, I didn't know these were the prizes. That's awesome. Good job. What if what if she had the sword in her, but it was like landing on the sword that killed her? Like, oh, well, it's just barely into my uh, chest, but oh no, I'm falling. Oh, landed on the sword, and pushed her further in. Well, actually, according to the video, it was thrust in her, and then she fell, and then when he looked down, her little misty purple goo at the bottom. Now Pumble, the sword yeah. is stabbed in it and through the ground, the opposite direction. Oh yeah. So hmm. it makes me think they rolled over. Because mm -hmm. how is she, she going to do on that? Her back, because then that's how the sword would have to be facing up. Oh yeah, yeah, she'd have to land on her back, and maybe that force went shrunk and it went all the way through her uh -huh. stupid dragon heart. Because <laughs> <laughs> the sword wasn't all the way through her before she landed, mm -hmm. like when she was still. Yeah, that's right. All right. Wow, look at us! Look at us doing a little CSI Dexter thing going on. We need a little string, red string to to show the uh, path of the bullets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but don't worry, Shane from Hawaii. You are also getting a copy. Don't worry, you are not going away uh, sad or empty-handed. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Oh, also very good. Played through that uh, last year. It's fantastic. Game. Yeah, so yeah. you are getting yeah. some, you're both getting some good freaking games. Yep, I would argue this is one of our biggest uh wind piles this is fantastic you guys are going to really yeah, enjoy sure. it darn good. by the way RoboQuest is amazing on the uh, steam deck so is pumpkin jack Ooh. pumpkin jack you may think is just like a halloween game and you should never play it mm -hmm. except then and i yeah. can see why because it is it's a platformer with a guy with a you know, jack-o-lantern head and everything in it, it's kind of halloween themed but you can play it any time of the year it's real good fantastic little <laughs> game yep anytime good it's job like you guys rolls. you can have pizza anytime Indeed. Brian will send you those codes uh, because he has your info. And uh, Dunaway and I will be doing a Play Retro show tomorrow. 
that will deal with all things Defender. Uh, Defender. That's 42 right. years now since it released at the arcade? Mm-hmm. Crazy. How has it been 42 years? Yeah. Eugene Jarvis, a interesting fellow that kind of reminds me of Scott Fletcher in the way he looks. He Just looks saying. a lot like Fletcher, yeah. I'll give you that. He's also yeah. one of the weirdest Real dudes tall. ever. He's he's He did that weird llama. It was like Tetris. <laughs> or it was like Tempest, but it had a llama in it. Oh, really? <laughs> right. Yeah. You, yeah, you know this guy. In fact, stuff. Tempest Tempest 2000 he did as well when the Jaguar did that. Oh, yeah. Their, their yeah. only great game was Tempest 2000, and that was Eugene Jarvis. Guys, oh, I'm thinking of Jeff Minter. Never yes. mind. I'm going to say, I don't think so. He did Smash TV and Robotron yep. 2018. I mixed them up. Defender. I mixed up yeah, my yeah. classic game uh, designers uh, once again. But yes, Defender is what we're talking about tomorrow. And it's going to be great because cool. you got to fly down and pick up the little dudes. Yeah. You got to fly up and shoot all kinds of stuff. You got to use 19 buttons to do it. Oh, that yeah, was the worst part of that thing is yeah. that all the buttons. <laughs> so quick question. And, uh, and, and feel free to say, oh, we'll answer that on Play Retro tomorrow. Uh, what's a better game, Stargate or Defender? Oh, oh that's a good question. Uh, th- I, it certainly added some elements. It, Stargate, instead of hyperspacing like through a button out of the five buttons yeah, of Defender, you had Stargate, squares you would, all over the. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you'd have to hit the Stargate and hit it that way. I think that was a, a step up. I think that made it more organized. I think those. Are, I think it's a fun argument it between the two, whether one's better or the other, until Sinistar comes in and destroys them both. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I am Sinistar, and he just eats the other two games I, for I, lunch. I, 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 I love that guy, dude. That's a. It's a bummer that New Wave Toys hasn't made a uh, Defender yet, because I would totally, totally grab that mm-hmm. one. My one up in the other God, room you have is, a de- uh, is that it's Defender. Yeah, you have a Defender machine, right? An arcade one up. Yeah, it's a it's Defender a combo. Machine? So it's got Defender Gauntlet, oh, right. uh, Joust, Joust, and the th- I don't remember. Is the, that oh, the full uh, size one or is that Rampage. the party cade one? The no, one it's the little shorty top. one. It's one of their shorties. It's oh, not, I'm so size. jealous of you. Well, I think I you can one. still get it. I think I don't know. It's not that one. It's like two fifty, two ninety nine. Yeah, you can get them all. Find them at Kohl's. Not the. Yeah. One ninety nine. We talk about okay. So you, do you have the forty? Do you have the fortieth anniversary? <laughs> you you well, might the, not be talking about the same one. Well, the I'm machine, the, the machine that I have. Defender. So let me tell you what this is. I have the machine that has all four of those games in it, and it's mostly branded as, um, what's the monkey one? Rampage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's mostly Rampage. got Rampage marketing all over it <laughs> on the front banner thing and on the sides. It's all Rampage all day. I got it for Joust, but it includes. Mm-hmm. Joust, Gauntlet, okay. and Defender, and they barely even mention Defender anywhere on it. Although it does have the buttons. Okay, you that's need not for the Defender. one I'm thinking of. Yeah, you're thinking of something else, right? Must be. Yeah, I'm thinking of the one that has like the one to one button layout that you would see on Defender. It was a 40th anniversary one. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one's a little bit different than that. Yeah. Um, it's. I have to admit, the least thing I've played on there is Defender because hmm. even with the different button layout, it's just a lot of buttons, dude. It's just too much. Yeah, it's and I'm buttons. more of a Joust guy, and I don't know, Rampage. Rampage is fun for about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Not like, a lot okay. of replayability, I yeah. think, with Rampage. So, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> but, you get to, but you get to eat the people out of the building. That's my favorite part. But it's like I bought a donut for the sprinkles, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with right. that? Exactly, because the sprinkles are like all analogy. over the cabinet. Like yeah. the sprinkles are how that thing is decorated. Yeah. Or yeah. I went to, I was really, you know, craving some chicken wings. So I bought an entire chicken and just ate the two wings and threw the rest away. That's what I did. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Brian, like it's always fun. Analogy. Yes, it's a good analogy. Tomorrow we'll be uh, exploring that analogy and more, and it'll be at 3.30 Mountain Time if you want to watch us live here at frogpants.tv, or you can just check out the podcast wherever you get them. Brian Dunaway, have a fantastic rest of your day. No, you. you. <laughs> I wanted him to get it in, you know. Yeah. I don't want to stop him. That was one of your. That was one of your best analogies uh, in the in a you know last, past few weeks. Oh gosh, sprinkles and donut. Oh, that's fantastic. Not that your other ones are bad, but I mean that nailed it. Totally, <laughs> totally nailed it. It wasn't. It wasn't so stupid and obscure that it yeah. made your mind go somewhere else. Good. Well, I'm finally it, getting there. It's it's almost like when you buy a dog for your grandma and uh, <laughs> and the dog licks the grandma's feet. It's almost like that. <laughs> I'll cop to that. I admit it. Uh, All right, here is uh, some. Oh, we have time for news. Time for the news brought to you by the Horror in Darkfall module, made for Roll20 version, created by a fellow tadpooler named Tintin. Get it today by searching Horror in Darkfall at dmsguild.com. That's dmsguild.com. Nice. Yeah. It's a pretty common source for DMs to use, so they probably already know this, but but the link is hideous, so just go search for it. Uh, The Horror in Darkfall. It's very cool. Horror in Darkfall. I always like hearing when our people are doing cool, cool stuff. And by the way, I should mention this. If you join our Patreon, or sorry, our Discord, which you can do easily, I've made a link for it. Why not both? We'll do both. But go to frogpants.com slash Discord and sign up because there's a group in there or a room in there that's called, let me pull it up, uh, Promote Yourself. Mm-hmm. And people in there are always putting like a live Twitch stream or projects they're doing or a book they just released or whatever. You put stuff in there, things jump out. And I'm like, well, let's put them in the show. That's why this is here yeah. today. So if you want to be, uh, you know, want your thing pimped, for lack of a better term, uh, go put it in there. All right, Brian, let's cool. get to this first story. The Pirates yes. of the Caribbean in the news. Oh, boy. Those darn pirates. Pretty sure I got this from you. Did you, uh, you absolutely did. Yeah. yeah. This is a story from is- Brian. I think. <laughs> so damn funny. Pirates of Caribbean riders rescued from sinking boat by Disneyland Fire Department. Uh, they literally had to walk the plank to escape a sinking pirate. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean boat that left them stranded for an hour before Disneyland Fire Department came to the rescue. For uh, an hour? Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> that's that is a-, a long time for a ride that you can walk through in, in, in shallow water in about eight minutes. <laughs> I feel like I would have gone... I might have been tempted to just go jump in and swim. Well, you know? and, and it's it's shallow enough to stand in for I think ninety five percent of the ride. The per, the part that they were in, basically, their boat stopped. I, I did a little research on this. Their boat stopped right after the load in. Yeah. And before you go through the um, the Blue Bayou restaurant, so it's like oh. in that little stretch, the really short stretch. And uh, apparently bottomed out, but there's not a really easy place for the Disneyland Fire Department, the DFD, as mm. we call them, oh, the DFD. to uh, yeah. to get to them. Sure, that makes sense. I don't know. I feel like I would have gotten out and sloshed my way home. I would have, too. <laughs> Probably some unsafe thing about like, no, if you get out, your foot will get stuck in the chain that pulls the boats along and you'll, you'll get pulled under some horrible, horrible thing there, too. Yeah, who knows? Um, 
<laughs> What's it? Oh, I was going to say this is totally unrelated, but that Bayou restaurant has really yeah. good. They have good pickled onions. Just oh, that well, they have there. the best Monte Cristo you'll you'll find. Yeah, that's also very good. But I had Deep I came around I had some kind of ch- turkey or chicken thing, and they and they put these these uh, pickled onions on uh, red onions. Mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. so good. Oh, love I that! Can't place. Believe I got those. At used to serve bread. Disneyland. You know why they don't serve bread anymore? Why is that? People would throw them to the to the people passing in the boats. They'd like because they'd come and refill your bread basket. So they'd be like, "Hey, you guys want bread?" And they toss little little rolls out to the, to the boats going by. Really? Yeah. So that seems like a oh, thanks, honey. Sorry, Kim came with her own speaking thing. Of, speaking of food getting thrown at you, uh, but they uh, what was I going to say now? Oh, I guess that makes sense. But the boats are that's not. That's kind of a proximity problem. That's a Disneyland problem, if you ask me. Like, right? Put right. up a wall or do something. I guess it's a nice view, though. I get it. It's a nice view, and and it makes Blue Bayou uh, a restaurant with the best ambiance in uh, in that part of Disneyland. I'd, I'd argue now that um, Oga's Cantina in uh, Black Spire Outpost has a much better ambiance because you're in a Star Wars Cantina, mm. but. You're also not getting a full meal in uh, Oga's Canteen. You're getting snacks, bar snacks and drinks. Do they have anything on that end of the park, in the Star Wars end of it, that has like a full restaurant? Or is that just... Yes. Okay. Docking Bay 5 or something. I can't remember the full name. But that place has like tri-tip beef and uh, and noodles. Um, I think they call it tauntaun meat or something like that. It's like... Uh, um, they've got a ramen there now that's fantastic. Is it? It must be Docking Bay ninety three. No, because it's not the it's not the name of the one from the movie. Um, Docking Bay seven. Thank you, Cyborg dude. Docking Bay seven. They should um, call it this. We're here. I would suggest then that old popular holiday favorite, the Bantha Rump. The Bantha Rump. I'm surprised that. nobody sells a Bantha Rump. There's yeah. uh, Ronto wraps at one of the uh, at one of the restaurants, but. Uh, no, no Bantha rump. But yeah, that's if you're wanting a sit down meal, good sit down meal in Black Spire Post, Docking Bay Seven is where you go. Sounds all right. Yep. Uh, well, anyway, those people are fine now. So yeah. it's all good. Dead men wear no. That's right. Disneyland uh, provided them with uh, thirty dollars and a ride. Any like go through the lightning lane on any ride. Oh ticket, wow! Like the, free, okay. the super pass made up for it, um, and then thirty bucks for new socks <laughs> that you'd put on and instantly re-soak because your shoes are still soaking wet. <laughs> yeah, you need new. Yeah. Give me a ticket to pay less or something. <laughs> right, give me some. I mean, they have, they've got shoes somewhere in that park. Give me some new shoes. That's crazy. Yeah. It'd be great if an animatronic Johnny Depp uprooted itself and attacked the people. <laughs> Just went crazy. Yeah, they, that's in there now, right? He's he's the he's standing there's there. Multiple. There's like about five or four, I think four animatronic Johnny Depps in that ride now. Are there any that are the guy with one eye from the movie uh, that was also I forgot his name on the British Office, but he was basically oh, the Dwight, uh, right? The the equivalent the the Dwight equivalent Gareth. Yeah. Gareth, uh, I like that no. guy. No, the only other character that you see from the movies is uh, Barbosa. Okay, he's on he's on one of the ships that's doing the um, the cannon fire, which I think is the only part of that ride that is super deep, other than where you land on any of the drops. But um, yeah, but yeah. he mal- he malfunctioned once and tried to teach the king how to speak, and that was a little bit weird. <laughs> Why did you poop in my bed? Is what he said. <laughs> uh, moving on. <clears throat> this is a good one. Stowaway frog triggers an alarm during screening at Pennsylvania Airport or at the Pennsylvania <laughs> Airport. 
Or at one. So there's more than Still one. Way Frog was my favorite Warner Brothers character. Oh, uh, he was, hello, my baby. Hello, my darling, that one. <laughs> yeah. Sto- Michigan J. Stow- Stowaway J. Frog. Yep. Love it. Uh, the Stowaway hopped out of a checked bag after it triggered an alarm during the TSA screening process at uh, Fly HIA. I guess that's the uh, HIA is probably. HIA is the. Yeah. Does that the, stand for? The country code. Or, or the country code. Airport code. Uh, HIA. International um, Airport. But what's the H? Probably this town. Harrisburg. Harrisburg. Probably. Okay. That would be my guess because. Uh, yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's an airport in Pennsylvania. The little creature was uh, totally surprised. Oh, God. They wrote that, not me. Okay, yeah. chat. And this isn't even it. the Huffington Post. No. It's, it's, it's spread far and wide. Uh, surprised when he spotted, or sorry, when he was spotted and asks for his frog-giveness. This article makes me want to kill somebody. Forgive, frog-giveness. Yeah. Ugh. This find by TSA officers won't easily be frog-gotten. Golly! Wow! Yeah, they're gonna keep going. Uh, let's see if there's any more of these. That's just all so stupid. I know. Really quickly scan. Uh, <laughs> they did it again with the totally and the frog giveness. Totally and frog giveness. Yeah, they're kind of dipping into that, dipping into that well twice. They had some fun with it, I guess. But yeah, the frog jumped out, freaked everybody out, and they had to, you know, kind of lock things down before they get the frog. And don't, don't take your frog on a flight. That bag was packed so tightly they had to rib it open. Ah, uh, rib it uh, uh, open. Uh, oh, Brian, you need to go work yeah. for UPI.com. Unfortunately, the frog croaked. Yeah. Ah, uh, see? Uh, uh. <laughs> it was green with envy. <laughs> what else? Uh, uh, Frogpants.com. They, there they we go. They said it's, uh, it's you know, nothing they want to go to wart over. Uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, that's good. Jeez. That's good. Um, I had one more, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, here, I'm going to the next story. <laughs> All right. McDonald's is removing a tasteless sign that is now opposite a Cornwall crematorium. I swear we talked about a crematorium situation similar to this, but it's not the same. No, but there was something. Yeah, there was something crematorium related. Was it? Oh, I know what it was. It was. No, it was. Um. It was a drug rehab center that was now across the street from a grower. Uh, oh, that's right. HTC yeah. uh, or plant grower right. or pot grower. I can say pot for some reason. I think that's what I was thinking of. Well, this is a similar problem. Burger giant McDonald's has says it will remove a quote unquote tasteless sign uh, opposite a crematorium in Cornwall. This is in the UK, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the unfortunate coincidental placement uh was pointed out by Cornwall Live, which is like some newspaper or website. Although the advertising hoarding has caused uh, hilarity among motorists to spot uh, who spot it on the busy A39. Ooh, sounds like mm-hmm. a fancy place to drive. Others fear it may be upsetting grieving families. Um, so it, what the, the, the offending word is crispy or the McCrispy. McCrispy. Yeah. yeah, the McCrispy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we have here. I don't think we've got a McCrispy. I think what we have is the McChicken, and you can get in crispier or yeah. You order a the sub order is I'll have the crispy version of the McChicken, but over there they they full on go hey we got the McCrispy here in Britain. Um, (laughs) Crispy sounds like what uh, isn't that what Boba Fett? I know it's what Greedo yells right before uh, uh, Solo shoots him. (laughs) McCrispy. What does he actually say? I've forgotten now. It's going to be McCrispy. McClunky is McClunky. what people... Uh, yeah. yeah, McClunky. McClunky. 
I love that so much. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, One woman whose mother-in-law was cremated at the establishment last year says, although I can see the funny side, it is tasteless, and I'm sure some grieving family members won't like to see it when they visit the crematorium or the funeral home there. Uh, I don't know. I think, I mean, McDonald's can do whatever they want. Yeah. But I don't think it's that big a deal. Like, <laughs> no. You just, it's no. called a McCrispy, it's a crispy piece of chicken. The crematorium isn't crispy people. They're burnt down to ashes. They're not crispy. No, no. Nobody Mc, goes to a crematorium to get crispy. If it was a McAshy burger, yeah. then you'd have something. Uh, then you'd have something to complain about. Well, yeah, you have two things to complain. A McAshy or a a Mick a Mick uh, remains a Mick remains <laughs> or a Mick jar on a shelf. You know, I don't. You're not any of those things. I you think, don't. You don't buy the Mick remains burger. You earn it. Yeah, you earn it. You earn it. Anyway, so that's a fun thing. Uh, finally, let me share this story with you. Enough cocaine to supply Australia for a whole year. Was that's, found, found. that's vague. That seems really <laughs> vague. Supply Australia. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I want to see the breakdown. Uh, per like supply person. an Australia-sized group of uh, Don Juniors or uh, Charlie Sheens, or just like if everyone had one snort. I mean, at, you could have stopped at those two, and that's the entire supply. That's all <laughs> that's of it. The entire supply says enough cocaine to supply Australia for a whole year. Found floating in the Pacific, police seized 3.5 metric tons of uh, cocaine floating in the Pacific Ocean, worth hundreds of millions of dollars, and what officials are calling the biggest drug bust in New Zealand's history. Uh, those New Zealanders down there with their mm. band meetings. That's why we've really got to be careful popping those balloons. I know, over right? The Atlantic. Yeah. Oh man, I saw. Um, uh, who are the two Jermaine and who's the other one in the Flight of the Concords no Flight of the Concords <laughs> Jermaine and uh, uh, yeah it's the Brett Brett McKenzie Brett, Brett and Jermaine yeah uh, I don't know why I couldn't think of that anyway he I forgot he was in Lord of the Rings for a very hot second like oh right tiny yeah. part in that song yesterday anyway Jermaine Clements in uh, the new Avatar movie Oh, is he now? Is he an he avatar? Is. is he a full-blown b- blue man? Um, he, well, you don't want me to tell you, do oh, you? Oh, I don't you care. Tell you? That doesn't bother me. That's not he's not an avatar. No, okay. he's, uh, he's a scientist. A that makes sense. And in a group of people with accents, for whatever reason, they made him speak with a, an English or American accent. Oh, wait, does he hide it well or is, is he bad at it? He's pretty good at it. Okay. It just seems really weird to see him. You know, and, and there's zero reason for it because he's like with a group of people like, oh, yeah, we're going to shoot down those avatars. <laughs> oh, OK. Well, uh, let me help you out with that. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. It's like, why? What, what, just uh, have him be his accent. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. I agree. All right. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, the police say this is all linked to South America. It often is to a cartel there specifically. And it's a ton of product. And if everybody, oh, I see. So, so way down the article, it's like if everybody in the country did drugs, there'd be enough for all of them. It's basically mm. what it says. So. Okay, all right. There you have it. That doesn't count kangaroos or dingoes, no. though. No, no. Cocaine dingo. They all in there. Cocaine dingoes, man. Talk about your uh, your animals that like a like a bump. Oh yeah, they do. Every now and then. yeah. The cocaine bear come out yet? Or is that this week? Sit soon. It's soon. I don't know. I don't know when Cocaine Bear comes out. I mean, for me and you, it'll come out on Film Sacks, probably when that's coming out. (laughs) Exactly, yes. Uh, It's their date. Let's just see. It is out. Oh, it's out. 
Is it out? No reviews yet. Oh, no, I take that back. February 23rd. So this coming Thursday. Is gotcha. The, I was like, I pulled it up in Google and it said, yeah, there's a 5 o'clock p.m. showing at the Harkins Theaters, Arvada, but that's uh, Thursday, February 23rd. No early reviews, but um, I'm sure it's just... You know what drives yeah. me to want to see it is Elizabeth Banks directing it. That's why I'm yeah. interested. Yeah, and also if it wasn't if she wasn't related, this would absolutely just be a sci-fi channel Sharknado. Like, yeah, not yeah. not even interested. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, produced by Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Those guys are funny. Um, Jimmy Warden, don't know who that is. Only he's only done Cocaine Bear. So I don't know. Anyway, oh, poor we'll Ray Liotta. This will be Ray Liotta's last his last movie. It might be his amazing. Last movie. It might be amazing. Oh. Or is he gonna is he gonna have a, a, a what's his name Raul Julia a Street Fighter you know kind of right. last movie right. I don't know John Candy was a Wagons East Wagons East yeah that was bad in fact he died on that yeah. set didn't he or something oh God really I thought he did I don't know ooh that's an old uh, memory Brooklyn that I... Prince we've seen her in uh, oh the Florida Project tell me you've seen Florida Project I have not seen the Florida Project. Man, that was so good. Is that the it's got the Joker in it, or not the Joker, the uh, Green Goblin in it? Is that the one? Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Yep. He's he's the Schneider of this apartment building in Florida where these uh, kids and their their mom live, and uh, it it's a very like oh wow, people can live like that. Holy mackerel, kind, hmm. of, kind of felt. All right, I'm in. I should just yeah. finally watch it. It's one I meant to. You should. It doesn't have subtitles. You'll you'll get right through it. Uh, <laughs> I know subtitles don't don't free, uh, freak you out, but you've held off on Parasite and RRR and uh, for a long time. But RRR has an English thing, right? It does. Yeah, I mean, they just, both have English dubs available. Sure, I might I might just do that with Parasite. I still want to read go. for two hours. Ugh. Why? I don't know. You like you like comic books? You no, can no, read no. Comic That's books different though. That's different though because I control the pacing in a movie. I want to watch their faces and their you performance. Want, you want to have uh, your phone or your iPad out while you watch a film. No. So you can like look stuff up. And then I don't want like, to do oh, it. Oh, crap. What did I miss? Not a good movie. Like if it's a really good like big deal movie, I want to watch it and I want to focus yeah. on those people, not the words at the bottom of that damn screen. I don't even uh-huh. like movies where they try to create authenticity by putting in subtitles for the scenes where there's somebody not speaking English. I feel like sure. I'm missing the people saying it. I just see the words. Like when the when they're speaking Elvish in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, actually, I would. <laughs> that's a good example. I want to hear. <laughs> I don't want to hear Arwen uh, expressing her love for, uh, uh, for animal crackers. Animal uh. crackers. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Anyway, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Stephen Schleicher will be with us. Yeah. We have a question for him from a listener, as well as some spoiler-free. Ant-Man 3 talk, okay? That's right. That's right. We're we'll promising you now. We'll talk about film length and, uh, and, and its title. Yeah. And uh, some, that's about it. I think that's it. Some of it's a known... Like, I need I need to know what you guys think of the the MODOK. The MODOK, yeah. I'll, I'll be happy to talk about my feelings on their use of MODOK. Yeah, which is in the trailer, so it's not like you guys haven't seen that. We'll keep it to that, everybody. We'll keep it to nice, easy stuff that isn't, uh, that isn't spoilery. Um, it may not matter that much anyway. I don't know. We'll find out. But we'll get around to that in a second after the song break. Brian Ibbett has a song. What are we doing? Yeah, we got a, a five-piece indie outfit called The Hales, H-A-I-L-S. This is their brand new single, Breathless. And uh, they're also annou- announcing a run of upcoming tour dates supporting The Happy Fits. 
Um, these guys are great. They are, where are they from? I always like saying like, oh, we're going to Sydney, Australia for this band. Uh, they're touring Nashville, Atlanta, Orlando, and Tampa. So I'm going to guess they're probably from that part of the part of the country. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Anyway, the band is called The Hales. This is their brand new single, Breathless. If I saw you in the morning Then I'd walk around the dark side Of a friendly conversation on the moon But I don't want you in the morning Take a piece of what you came for And be careful on the door out on the way Well I would have to say It's evident that this won't ever work in time I wanna lose my mind I don't wanna wait around for all I hope I really have to go But I don't wanna stop Cause she takes all my money She never remembers the call She still leaves me breathless I'll be the first to let her know Heaven is your simple daylight It's been Shining on the altar of a sermon on the Sunday afternoon With seven men to call It's awful that I know about the worst of times I wanna lose my mind Want to stay up to date on the biggest stories in pop culture and entertainment? Then be sure to check out the TMZ podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton from TMZ, the TV show, and every day I'll sit down with a member of our news team to give exclusive breakdowns of the day's most talked about headlines, stories we break, and the stories you care about. So check out the TMZ podcast, Monday through Friday, and the other podcasts from the TMZ audio network like Last Days and TMZ Verified. Available on all podcast platforms. Now let's just take a for instance. 
A customer is at the door. She wants to try on some items and then maybe she'll try on more. Now inside this card is a very special greeting and I want you to read it to Ralph. Would you do that? The Morning Stream. Maybe it's Ransom. And we're back. Tell me who that was again so I don't forget. Yeah, that card. Let me get the card out for <laughs> what the band was that I just played. Uh, that's the uh, the band The Hales, brand new single called Breathless. Uh, for Breathless. All, you, all you kids out there, that was Liberace, okay? Just so you know. Yes, I thought it was Paul Lind, but uh, hey, you know. It's Circle like, you know what? Square. He sounds like a quiet, like a chilled out Paul Lind. He does, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> Paul Lind's like, hey, Paul Lind had a few cocktails. Yeah. yeah. He's usually freaking out, but him, you know, he's like on downers or something. It's weird. Yep. Uh, all right. There you go. That's the thing we did there. How about we get uh, Steven in here? How about that? Yeah. How about that? Um, all right. We're pulling him in. How about it? Gonna play his little uh, intro here. Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. <laughs> Steven Schleicher, uh, now hopefully fully recovered or close to it from close. St- stupid winter flu cold thing you had. Mm, yeah. But uh, never was uh, the COVID, yeah? It was, it was just. No, uh, no. My wife checked me out multiple times for the COVID. It was not the COVID. Yeah. Bad flu season, too. I've got a neighbor who's in a real pinch right now with like pneumonia business and all that just from some heinous flu that he got his flu shots but some other strain you know who knows i don't know but i'm I'm glad you're okay dude you came up for air and you're breathing you're good i am i'm alive oh good that's fantastic good. i'm glad you uh, just stay Although, after going to our local amc theater i wish i was dead <laughs> oh <laughs> can't wait to hear about oh it. okay good we're gonna hear about that because you haven't oh. you don't do that very often um before we get there though i want to play uh, and i think I, I think i have determined that june 30th will be the final time i step into an amc theater oh my wow Wait, what's June thirtieth? What is that? Uh, the the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Indiana oh, Joe. okay. Gotcha. What if that's so bad? I mean, I don't think it will be because James Mangold's awesome and I love him and I yeah. think he makes good. Could movies, it be? But... It still won't be the worst Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> no, it won't be. It can't be. No, right? No matter no matter how bad it is, <laughs> it'll never be Crystal Skull. It can't be that bad. It can't be that bad. Yeah. All right. I'm safe. We're safe. Um, the last or the next time I'm probably going to a movie theater will be the Dune. It'll be this fall for Dune Part 2. Mm-hmm. I almost said Dune 2, which is a video game. But anyway, uh, let's dive in here. Now, before you do anything else, i got to play this, all right? So hold on. Uh, okay. Shitoutofluck.com. All right, that's Christine, and she sent this in. Christine Fletcher, wife of venerable voiceover artist Scott Fletcher. <laughs> she says, hey, friends, what's the backstory on Steven's sign-off? Stay hydrated. I feel like I should know, but I don't, says Christine. Well, it's interesting we're talking about Marvel movies because it originally started out as Hail Hydra mm-hmm. and then evolved into Stay Hydrated. Oh, I didn't know that. See, I couldn't have told her. You have a memory of stone. I have one of... Hail Hydration. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so there it is, Christine. Does that does that satisfy you? And if not, go to shitoutofluck.com and you'll get all the details you need. <laughs> uh, we love Christine. We hope she's doing good. Can't wait to see her in Vegas. Uh, all right, yeah. let's get to the Ant Man discussion. Um, we'll be a spoiler. Wow, what free. a what a perfectly fine movie. Yeah, is that your is that your overall perfectly fine? Yeah, that's probably a yeah. good. You know, 
I, I would say it's a it's a very good placeholder between seasons one and two of Loki. <laughs> That's interesting. Agreed. I haven't heard yeah. that kind of uh, that kind of summation since Star Trek. What was the one that was just like an episode? It was the movie though, and it was oh um, Rogue One. With the, no, the stretchy mm-hmm. face. Um, no Star Trek. Then Star Trek. Um, oh, so Star Trek. Not Nemesis, but the one before that. Star Trek Insurrection. Insurrection. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and it had F. Murray Abraham in it. I think that's right. the one. Right. Um, but that one is uh, what I always think of when people say this. When they say, "Oh, it's fine. It's like a it's like a middle episode of some show I'm watching," and that's that's what they always used to refer to that as. Is like, yeah, that was a pretty good episode of, of TNG on TV because it didn't yeah, feel like a right. movie. But but yeah. in this case, I mean, do you guys feel like some some people have said to me, "Oh, don't wor- wait till Disney Plus. This is just weird filler to try to connect a few dots. That it's not a great story on its own." You oh really? Disagree? I, I think I enjoyed it a little bit more than Steven. I would well, well I would, yeah, it's obviously because it's got Modoc in it. <laughs> well, yeah, but the Modoc wasn't even the reason that I that I liked it. I mean, I feel like it was uh, saying that it takes a dark turn. Well, again, won't surprise anyone. The first two Ant Man films are very comedic. And mm-hmm. this one has to take a dark turn because it is introducing the next uh, boss fight, <laughs> the next Avengers boss level. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it, it, it. I don't know. It it, uh, it stayed. It was a good pacing the whole way through. I I wasn't finding myself questioning like, well, why would the characters choose to do that and not this other thing. Uh, right. Yeah. I, the only, I would say there is one pacing issue in the third act that has to do with Hank Pym um, mm-hmm. showing up at one point. I was like, well, that really felt like it should have been sooner instead of there. But that's, you know, people sure. will see that and see uh, what goes on. Um, there is no this is all a plot story. There's no B or C subplot. It is straight. Mm-hmm. Here's here's what the problem is. And everybody's on board to take care of the problem. Yeah. And does mm-hmm. that do you think that works? Is it is it a fun romp? Are you? At I the mean, end? you, you, you can just you can just go and enjoy the visuals and the story and the action for two hours without going. Okay, now what was going on here? Now what was happening here? You don't have to worry too much about that. Although to be fair, Marvel movies don't have a whole lot of that going on. Mm-hmm. No, where you, a lot of people felt like some. Well, this, some of the reviews I've read. Okay, so keep in mind this is just some reviews mm-hmm. have said that the special effects threw them because. Everybody felt like they were floating heads in a video game. Like they No, they, that's Modoc just Modoc. floating heads. Yeah. No, no, that's not what I mean though. Like in the case of like <laughs> oh. I mean like Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, when they'd have their helmets off, they looked like they their faces just green screened into a video game. Really? No, so, I, get, I did not get that at all. Okay. That's I, good. The big thing that I got out of this was wow, Disney sure does love using the volume now that they've shown that it works. Yeah, they do like that. <laughs> and, and you and there's also many scenes where you're like, yeah, this was definitely shot during COVID because you can tell everyone's keeping their distance. Mm. Oh, really? I didn't. I didn't. Now that you say that, I can see. I can think of some scenes where it's like, all right, why are these people? And we've got some characters that are just completely CGI. So let's just <laughs> fill yeah. up fill yeah. up the space in between them with that. What interesting. Is, yeah. is Bill Murray interesting or good or what's his deal? It's a small role. He does. He's good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And it's a small role. I mean, it's it, for people that are like, Bill Murray's in this? I mean, that yeah. was like... Again, he's in the trailer, ago. so they'll, that's also not a spoiler. Yeah. But, uh, his his scene is maybe 10 minutes tops. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he's very Bill Murray throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Very much like Jeff yeah. Goldblum is very much Jeff Goldblum in um, Ragnarok. 
Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, very good comparison. Okay. I'd say that um, we're finally getting stingers that move the story forward instead of just like, hey, here's a couple E-list characters that we haven't shown in a Marvel movie yet. So guess what? Mm-hmm. Here they are. Da, da, da. Yeah. Uh, but I will say I enjoyed this more than um, Thor Love and Thunder, mm. which I thought yeah. was good. Um, I, I actually enjoyed this more than uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I'd say I would kind of would agree with you on that, too. Oh, and, and I will say, let me ask you this, Brian. Good could news. you tell which part was supposed to be Stan Lee's part? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Again, it's something you see in the trailer, but yes, pretty, pretty obvious. Like, oh, that was that was going to be Stan Lee probably right there. Yeah. Yes. Oh, weird. All right. So, so let's yeah. talk MODOK. Yeah, um, yes. get that out of the way, please. Corey, Corey Stoll, as an actor, he's a fine actor, but I hate every time he is on anything that he's in because he's just a slimy, <laughs> awful character in every role he plays, and I just hate him. I hate okay. him. I hate him. So why uh, is this? But he makes us very good part to play yeah. that. Uh, yeah, to play that kind so of. So Corey Stoll, play. known for the first Ant Man, he's the Darren Cross character, he's Yellow Jacket. Yellow yeah, Jacket. Exactly. So yeah. that's some real retconning of where Modoc's from, right? Like oh, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, is, this is not because they're not going to say, all right, uh, we've got AIM laboratories working on increasing somebody's intelligence and that makes their head super huge. Yeah, it makes them super smart and drives them crazy. Uh, it's, you know, it it's um, this is the way we're going to get MODOK into the into the MCU. And oh, wait a minute, Brian. What? <laughs> this is the fourth time. We've had a Modoc in the MCU. In the MCU? Fourth. Wait, okay, hold on a second, because you're not counting the Patton Oswalt. Nope, not that. This is the Marvel Cinematic Universe media franchise. Yeah. This is the fourth time we've had a Modoc. Really? One of the other three. Yeah, one of the other three. The first one was uh, Aldrich Killian in the Iron Man 3, the official game. Okay, that was was MCU. Okay. Yep. Then there's... there's the superior who was the life model decoy designed only for killing the Elmo docs in the fourth and fifth seasons of agents of shield. Okay. And then, uh, in the pilot for new warriors, uh, Keith David did the voice for (laughs) what? uh, (laughs) I love Keith David so much. I want to see that now. I have not even heard of the, the pilot for new warriors. Okay. So, so, does that right. just mean we got a multitude of Modocs? It's Modoc multiverse? Like, I think this is it is whatever you want it to be. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was going to find a bunch of trivia for that's uh, hilarious. For okay, would, today, and I saw that, that this was blew, the fourth one in the MCU. That blew my uh, my enlarged by uh, aim mind. So yeah. well done. Yeah, I really cool. wished we would have gotten. I mean, I can't wait for aim to show up. As mm-hmm. as like the real aim as more than just uh, Guy Pierce's deal from like you said Iron Man three yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 I really want to see some guys in in B suits running around mm-hmm. just being dumb oh yes. man that yeah. is I do want to see that. that that's the future I mean that's the future of what we do with Iron Man right I mean whatever we're gonna do with the Iron Man and the suits and who owns them now and who's I who and Iron Heart and the all future that future of Iron Man is purely gonna be Iron Heart yeah right. I don't think we're gonna get I don't think we're gonna get the Stark versus aim thing going forward i don't know how they bring without well, without start well, let's yeah. let's let's uh scott did you finally watch loki season one i did yeah, yeah we watched for a couch party yeah I and, and, to watch. and what was the did you watch multiverse of madness i did i liked it a lot except well i liked it when it was uh the most uh 
Sam Raimi. Raimi. Yeah, the Sam Raimi bits with like the crazy zooms and the horror moments. I love that stuff. I thought the rest was a little light mm-hmm. and not great. So, okay. you know, it's been how many years since uh, the first Iron Man movie? And man, we sure need a reboot of the Iron Man movie. 2008. Uh, so that would be... Oh. It's been over 10 years. years. Yeah, it's, it's almost 20 years. And uh, this franchise <laughs> is very much indeed of a reboot. And if you've seen Loki season one and Multiverse of Madness, man, you can certainly reboot uh, the entire Avengers line. Uh, See, that's where I that's where I would not be surprised. I think at some point you mm-hmm. can't just keep going down the same timeline road. You're going to have to. People want a new soup. Uh, they want new stories around Captain America. They want new stories sure. around Iron Man. And I think either you do that with television, or you reboot them, or you do something. I don't know if they have that kind of game plan in mind. Maybe they do with this, like with multiverse. I mean, I don't know. I'm not giving any spoilers for no. Ant-Man and, and the Wasp Quantumania at yeah. all. And I think that's a way, you know, that they they their introduction of the multiverse was for that reason, so that they can say, yeah. all right, we can have another Iron Man, we can have another Captain America, you know, basically any character, any actor that wants to leave and go do something else, guess what? We can bring them in, bring that character in as the multiverse version of that of that hero. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I, and part of me kind of wants to see what that looks like, even though I know it feels risky. Right, mm-hmm. like a new yeah. Iron Man's like, oh, this isn't our, this isn't uh, RJR or whatever his name is. This isn't who we're used to. Oh no, that's not Pepper Potts that I'm. You know, like that can well, th- but, throw people. But we've already seen it happen, and people are super accepting of it because we've had two Professor X's in the X Men franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two different actors playing that, and people are just mm-hmm. like perfectly fine with that. Yeah, but you did two a time shift though, and- right? Like you went. Yeah. You went, hey, this is before, and also there's a crossover in the one. They had they had them both in one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can be forgiving of that. I, I guess if, if you do that sort of stuff, then yeah, people will forgive it. Like, you, you make some kind of through lines and not just say, oh, we're starting over. You could bring in a young Tony Stark. I mean, you've, you've kind of already seen a young Steve Rogers, so that might be a little difficult to do to say, well... This is what Steve Rogers looks like in Universe 616, but over in this other universe, here's what young Steve Rogers looks like. Yeah. But, uh, um, oh, yeah, you I know who'd be I, a good young Tony Stark? Sorry. Uh, the guy yeah, played go Goose's son in uh, the Maverick thing. What's his name? Oh, yeah. Teller. Miles Teller. Teller. Miles Teller be a good. He goes, he rocks that mustache, is what I'm getting at. You know he saying? does rock the mustache, and I guess you just have him, you know, wearing, wearing all of Tony Stark's clothes, so that in the movie you know that that he's young Tony Stark. <laughs> right, right. That's all you have to do. <laughs> and he'll he'll play piano and sing just like Tony Stark, because you know that's how you know. That's you that know that kid. Guy. Yeah, that's the only way you know with his roles. He has to <laughs> he has to make sure you know it's him. Uh, exactly. Real yes. quick though, like, couldn't he? Um, or okay, here's a fun idea. <laughs> uh, what if? Like James Earl Jones did, he's he's sold off the rights to his voice and the Darth Vader voice yeah. to somebody else so they can use it later. And by use it, I mean reproduce it, deep fake it, you know, mm-hmm. audio fake it, whatever. We are not that far from a future where you couldn't have an actor look just like Robert Downey Jr. playing Iron Man again in a younger age or a different universe or whatever. We're not that far from that. So right. what if yeah, I mean, what if Kevin Feige's just sitting on his hands going, one day we're deep faking the whole thing. Where's my hat? I got to wear my hat for this interview. Where's my hat? <laughs> right? You can already do that and just keep Iron Man's uh, helmet closed the entire time and never do that internal face oh, cam like they you, use and just <laughs> They did that. They did that quite effectively in the 
was it the first Spider-Man uh, Homecoming movie where oh. the suit comes out and rescues him, and and you think it's Tony Stark in there oh, giving him right. lecture, and then yes. suddenly the suit opens up and you realize Tony is in India at a wedding. Oh right, yes, he was right. remote. Yeah. yeah, he did there a remote job. See, they give that, that's an easy way to do all that. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're, now they just, you, you say yeah. you, what you have just said, Scott. I want to. I've I've mentioned this movie before, and I think people should go and check it out. Okay. There's a movie called The Congress, which I think came out in 2014. It stars Robin Wright as Robin Wright, who sold all of her likeness rights to uh, the studios following the success of The Princess Bride. And she never ages in the movies because it's her virtual double. And now uh, her son, I think in in the movie, her son needs some uh, medical stuff. And so she has to go back and try to renegotiate her likeness rights to get more movies uh, money out of the studios uh, because <laughs> she sold that off before. So that's the first thing. Oh, oh this weird. sounds totally cool. It's animated. No, it's not. No, it's, the box it's, is the box is an, or the the poster is animated. But yeah, the the poster. She looks like she looks like Pinhead without the pins. Yeah, like she's got the. <laughs> and then of course uh, uh, the the news of uh, uh, Bruce Willis uh, finally retiring because of his yeah. um, his uh, mental deterioration. He has sold his likeness to a deep fake firm. Yeah, it's, ha- it's a thing now. That's, yeah, I don't remember if that is just for a commercial work or if it is for ongoing like <laughs> acting stuff. Mm-hmm. Die Hard Six. Uh, yeah, no, whatever. I'm die Matrix. Die yeah. Faker or something. I know. Yeah, I'm trying to <laughs> trying to be. Very this movie looks good. Robin <laughs> Wright, uh, the Harvey Keitel, John Hamm, Paul Giamatti. This sounds. It's like a that. movie that just went totally under the radar because everybody was like, "Ah, this will never happen," and it's a small indie movie. And now it's like more relevant than ever, and it's no, like kidding. a ten-year-old movie. Uh, streaming on Peacock, so people can watch it uh, right away. Yeah, Hulu, yeah, Hulu watch, as well. Uh, Poker Face. Is it on Hulu? Yeah, it's on Hulu as well. Hulu. Oh, is it on Hulu? Yeah, okay. it's a Hulu. Hulu. Oh, um, there it is, right there. Why doesn't put Hulu up in my just watch? Come on, what's going on? Yeah, what are you my, doing? Just my watch. watch now section. Yeah, Jeez. poo poo on you. I got uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a link to it. They say it's on there, but I don't know. I um, we got to talk about the elephant in the room, and that is the acting powerhouse that is Jonathan Majors who who is the best part of Quantumania by doesn't, far. Doesn't surprise me to hear that. I love him. Yeah. He's oh, and, I mean can yeah. we I mean will we be spoiling anything? No. By saying that he's in it? No, I'm he's in it. No, no, he is he is great. <laughs> and again, uh for anybody that has seen Loki season 1, uh, Jonathan Majors plays Kang's the Conqueror in Loki season one, and he is fantastic. No, he plays the one who remains. Oh, I'm sorry. In Loki I'm sorry. Season yeah, one. The one. Who How many Kangs are there? Uh, mm. I would point to everybody's. Uh, this is one of my favorite filth groups, Ukla um, um, the Mock. They have a fantastic song <laughs> called Kang the Conqueror. And Brian, yeah. if you have not listened to it, you need to listen to it because no, it's funny. I, I love Ukla the Mock. And uh, everybody needs to listen to the Kang the Conqueror song to understand one. Of the uh, uh, mid-credit uh, sequences, the stingers, yeah, yeah, okay, in, in all, the right. Movie. Oh. all right, I've checked that out as well. well so, I, mean, I haven't, I haven't heard the song, but I understand the mid-credit <laughs> sequence. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you do, Mister. <laughs> there's four, four Modoks in the MCU. <laughs> good, okay, good point. You, you win, you win. Yes, good point. So, so uh, uh, with his, he's got that Creed three coming up. He's uh, he. Sh- I he's wish they were thing this summer. Yeah, there's got. something else going on. I'll just I'd watch that dude do anything. Open a pack of gum. I'll pay. I'll pay a buck to watch that. Love Lovecraft Country is a great watch he anyway. Was, but he's he fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he's so good. Yeah, that. I wish that was getting a new season. That'd be nice. 
don't think dude it is. is freaking jacked for Creed three. Holy crap! You oh, see the trailer for that? He it's is like, a he is a beast, absolute beast. I don't know what his workout looks like, but it ain't what mine looks like. Amazing, huge yeah. man. Uh, so right. if someone came to you, Scott, if someone came to you, Scott, real quick, mm-hmm. and said, "We want to hire a Marvel." A trainer for you so you can get jack like these marvel stars <laughs> we will pay for all of it would you yeah. do it or would you like be like no thank you oh i'd do it yes i'd yeah. do it yeah hell yeah if they're gonna heartbeat yeah, yeah if they're gonna pay for it and they're and it's the real deal uh, hell they got like the, the dietitians everybody involved yeah hell do we get yeah. to pick which which uh which one we get to be jacked like you yeah know, can i have uh, michael b jordan's trainer yeah <laughs> or you know what even better like somebody who's older than us but still jacked like a hugh jackman funny enough as a name mm-hmm. uh you get me jackman's trainer and say it's all on us hell yeah mm-hmm. i'll do mm-hmm. it let's go even right, if it, even right if it was the most miserable experience of your life 100 percent, because you're only talking about like a couple of months of hardcore three months stuff. six months of yeah. hardcore yeah yeah totally. i would do it and then the hard bit see this is the hard bit knowing how hard it would be to maintain after because i know i yeah. could go from for, from freaking batman to cheney <laughs> you go from thor to endgame thor, yeah basically. yeah or uh, you know or, or <laughs> gladiator to zeus and thor uh for russell crowe like i i know it's that stuff's really hard to maintain especially as you get older so i would struggle with that part of it knowing that <clears throat> and they're not going to mm-hmm. always be there for me but i would love the kickstart you know just get it going. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, Paul Rudd. I think I would want to have Paul Rudd's trainer uh, just to get down. I mean, I don't need to have jacked muscles or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but um, he actually did a recent interview for, I can't remember if it's Men's Health or, or GQ on their YouTube channel, where he talks about his weight training and his reg- regiment. It is not as bad as like uh, Chris, uh, what's his name? Hemsworth. Uh, yeah. Star Lord. Oh, uh, and the yeah. stuff that he has to go through or the other Chris or that other Chris. The three Chris's, uh, yeah. Yeah, the three Chris's and the training that they have to go through <laughs> is radically different. So I think I would rather have uh, Paul Rudd's trainer. I think so, too. He also, uh, he colors his hair, but he does it so well that you can't tell. Um, he's just, mm-hmm. Paul Rudd's an embarrassment to all other men. We're all embarrassed. <laughs> um, anyway, he's funny. Yeah. He's handsome. He's good looking. He doesn't age. And he can make himself tiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right then. Well, uh, there's your, your there's your Ant Man three. We didn't give any spoilers. This is amazing. No, Mm-mm. didn't even and mention uh, Cheaty from The Good Places in this. No, that's all I'm going to say about him. Yeah, but he's uh, he's fantastic as well. I, yeah. I will say, don't look at the IMDb page for this movie because either there's a cutscene or I missed something because they list a prominent actor in the movie and it's like mm, I didn't see that person once in this movie. So, really. uh, well, I mean, are you talking about someone who was in the first two? Uh, let's Ant-Man just say movies. it is a character actor who has appeared in multiple Marvel stuff because he's one of the, he is basically the replacement for, um, mm. Agent Coulson. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And he's listed in this movie as like one of the top five actors. And it's like, he's not in this movie. Well, at the all. one, the one that surprised me again, not a spoiler is, uh, David Destmelchain. Oh, oh yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> who's listed in the credits. And I was like, oh, great. We're going to see that, that character who works for, uh, Scott Lang at the security thing. Never, you know, not a spoiler to say you don't see him, but you not even do... a flashback or like a anything. I, he's no. in there. Is he? He's the character is not. Oh, no. His, yes. His character is not the actor. Yes. But, but the, the actor, actor is, is in there. there. Yeah, okay. Yes. Oh, yes. interesting. Okay. Yes. Hmm. I like that guy. There you go. Yep. Unfortunately, he, we, he will not be in Dune part two 
for reasons. Because, oh. Well, he was killed. Oh, oh yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> that's a very good reason. Yeah. Very good reason not to be in there. Um, anyway, yeah. uh, that's it. Hey, Steven, speaking of things that are spoilery, uh, your entire site is called Majorspoilers.com. Yeah. Even yeah. though you don't really spoil that much, but you review stuff all the time and make recommendations. You have a whole podcast network and all kinds of fun yep. stuff. What would you like to tell people about this week? I, I know people have been listening to our critical hit show for over 15 years now, and it's great. And I'm sure people have been sitting there going, Stephen, when are you going to sit down and GM an entire campaign? Well, you only have to wait till this weekend, because Whoa. this weekend I kick off GMing a campaign for our critical hit game. It's Octoon Cthulhu. We are punching Nazis in the face and fighting Cthulian horrors all against the backdrop of World War II. Check it out. It's a critical hit over at Majorspoilers.com. And for Very the record, cool. his Cthulian horrors, not whores, okay? Uh, they might oh, be yes. those too. You never know. Well, you do never know. Eldritch horror. <laughs> Uh, don't, she's very expensive. Anyway, hey, Stephen, it's been a real treat, and uh, I hope you have a great week. And is there any advice you would give us if we're just trying to, you know, be healthy and get along and all that? Stay hydrated. I know. Christine, you never have to ask again. <laughs> yep. Uh, I forgot, uh, forgot about the uh, the origin of that, so I'm glad she asked. No, I completely had no idea. Yeah. I was afraid it was something that you and I did specifically, and we were going to feel dumb for right. not remembering. But right, I don't remember. I don't remember a thing about it. Uh, all right, couple things. Diablo show today. Big stuff over the last few days. Uh, that game has now got a uh, alpha, or excuse me, an open beta date, as well as an early access to the beta date. They also showed the entirety of the when you when you create a new character and the game begins. So so like in graphic sort of transition to you walking around doing your first movements in that game. They showed that entire sequence, which is super interesting. Some people are dumb and thought it was a cinematic, and they're all disappointed. I'm like, you guys don't read. Anyway, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit. And there was one other big thing with it, and I can't remember. But it's all coming up on the Diablo show later today. Also, Carter and I recorded or uh, streamed part four of our Dead Space remake play. Uh, we're getting pretty far into the game. Probably a few more sessions left is all. And it's up on YouTube now. So if you go to YouTube.com slash Scott Johnson, you can see part four and part three through one or one through three if you like of carter and i having a great time playing that game and we'll have more of that coming this week also a reminder i mentioned it earlier i'll say it again our discord is rad and you should all be in there frogpants.com slash discord lots of friends lots of people let's say you're coming to vegas for the first time and you're coming alone there's an entire chat in there a whole channel in there dedicated to people who are coming on their own solo travelers uh, to hook up with people, know who's who, and I mean hook up in the other in the nice way. I don't mean you're all gonna, you know what I <laughs> well, mean. Well, there might be some of that too. You never know. It's Vegas. It's totally fine. You're all consenting adults. You do you. But uh, but anyway, that is all available to you and much more. So uh, go check it out. That's uh, dis- or frogpants.com/slash/discord. And I want to thank our patrons today. Patreon.com/slash/tms. I have a big list of patrons, so big I had an AI read it. Brian, here it is. You ready? Yeah, let's hear it. This is everybody. Andrew Diamond, Eric Barrett, Wade. Menard Rasmus Lundqvist, Hand Grenade. Dayron John Kosanke. Fagan Daniel Stark. Ryan Wildrick, Wyrm. Aaron Frost. Galantino Brown, Lauren Milligan, Wayne Dixon, Simon Fletcher. James Hoover, Andrew Heim, Sebastian Gonzalez, Scott Thomas, Ruben Paddock, Alan Lennox, Ben Schalk, Peter. Look at all those... People. I like how how it's like uh, it almost sounds like one one person with like a uh, Madonna, Jacone, Jessica, Talbert, <laughs> McFinley. Yeah. You know, the problem yeah. is it has one. It, it has a bunch of the names are both names. You know, first and last. 
and then yeah. one will be just a name like Jerry. And this thing doesn't know how to separate that. It's just like <laughs> just <laughs> rolls right into Jerry and as if it was part uh, of their middle name. But anyway, uh, those are all people I just have failed to mention in the last few weeks and really appreciate wow. you guys being new oh, patrons fantastic. on the uh, channel. So thank you so much. Patreon.com slash TMS is the place to go where you will never get ads. You'll get pre-show content every day. You'll get couch parties on the weekend, art in the mail, mm-hmm. play dates, so much more. Read about it today at Patreon.com slash TMS. Brian, I'm pretty sure we're done. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Oh, I uh, no, I don't. I don't either. I think then it we're required to play a song. Okay, Matthew LC Knight and the Tadpool wrote in. It's a long letter. Tuck in, uh, dear Boot Scootin' and Boogie. Or just scooting and buggy, but he has boot in parentheses to make sure. the S&B thing. My name is Matthew, and when I can be in the chat room, I'm there as LC Knight. On Twitter, I'm known as Nightmare. I've been a longtime member of the Tadpool and Beyond. I was an avid listener to ELR and have been listening to Coverville through all of its iterations. I'm writing today because I have to be grateful to you and want to share it with you. Two summers ago on Memorial Day, I had to have two heart stints added due to my high blood pressure. On January 4th of last year, I went blind in my right eye. Scott and I have talked via email a few times since that. TMS and all the other Frogpen Studios stuff has gotten me through many an hour in my multiple stays in the hospital. Over the last few months, I've spent three weeks in the ER and in the hospital again due to high blood pressure and heart stents. I've also lost sight in my left eye for a while and had to prepare to possibly be blind just as I reached the age of 50. Now it seems I'm beginning to see out of that eye and may even stream again soon. I've started to pick up 3D printing as well. I have not taken care of myself much, and that caused most of my issues. The request that I'm requesting here is not for me, but for the woman that I've found, or she found me, who has become my eternal companion, wife, wow tank, and advocate. She was the one who wouldn't let the doctors release me from the hospital until they found a reason for my pain and hence quite literally saved my life. My wife, Deirdre, had her birthday or has her birthday on February 20th. And while she doesn't listen all the time like I do, she will certainly hear this episode. I can't wait to introduce you to her at TMS Vegas. Brian, could you please find something like You're My Best Friend, Close to Sunshine My Life, or even Back to Pooh Corner? That would mean a lot to me. If not, I trust you can find a good 70s cover all about the love I feel. Love the glow toe. I'm missing one of those, too. Signed, LC Knight, <laughs> a.k.a. Matthew. Nice. Glad he's doing oh. good. No kidding. Yeah, that's uh, a lot, man. Jeez. And and thank goodness for uh, Deirdre helping you out and being the the rock that we all need in our lives. Uh, all right, let's get to this. This is a brand new cover that your request helped me find. As a matter of fact, not just a new cover, but a new band, a super group, an Australian super group made up of folks from The Boy and Bear, All Our Exes Live in Texas, Hot Spoke, and The Whitlams. I'm talking about a band called A-Sides Club. And... Uh, these guys have a bunch of different albums all centered around certain artists. So they cover a bunch of songs by one artist and put them all together in an album. And now I've discovered all of these new albums that I've got to listen to. And it's uh, made me super, super happy on their queen album. They cover you're my best friend. This came out 19, I'm sorry, 2018. Here is you're my best friend by a sides club. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. We'll see you then.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. How are you? Been better. How about you? I've been better. <laughs>